the people Yo, what's up? Thank you for joining me on The People, a podcast about people. My name is Blessing. Joining me, we have my sister. Michelle. Michelle. Hey, you made that you made that um flow quite nicely. You're welcome. Yeah, how are you? I am doing well, thank you. I see you're rocking the overalls. The yes. um the yes. Kendrick Lamar. Have you heard of John Gibbs? No. You probably shouldn't have heard of John Gibbs because he's a Christian rapper. But yeah. he has he he rocks the same look as you are right now. Oh really? Overalls? Yeah. Overalls and like the hair in like the same kind of style. Oh really? Yeah. Sort of uh because the internet childish Gambino kind of Oh well I'm not trying to drop childish Gambino style. I'm just using Michelle's style. I grew my hair out. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I washed it. <laughs> the people is a show about people. Every day we pass by them on the street. We see them. We see them on the bus. We work with them. Yet we don't really know who these people are, and so that is why the people is a show that aims to delve into the lives of the people that we share this world with. Mm. If you like that, then you can find the show on iTunes mm. or your preferred podcast service. If you like updates on the show, then you can follow at Blessing Junior on Twitter. That is at Blessing Jr. on Twitter. This is episode eight, and this is also the season finale. Ooh! So uh, after this episode is done for the season, what's the season? I don't know. Is that like a couple of weeks? Are taking like a mid-season break? It's 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 there's definitely a season break. It's so fall? Uh, it's in, it's indefinite. We'll see. We'll, we'll see when the people comes back. It'll it'll probably come back. Okay. When I, when I feel like it. Yeah. But um, I it's funny because I'm I'm quitting this podcast. Uh, well, I was originally not quitting, but I was ending. I'm ending the season kind of just because. I'm getting kind of tired, getting kind of um, lazy, and getting kind of like, I we've had a good run. Yeah, eight episodes. Let's get eight, get eight, eight episodes, and we could do another eight episodes, and just do an eight episode chunks. Yeah, uh, and the, I'm like not sure. Series. Yeah, the hard thing about the people is that there has to be a different guest on each episode. Yeah, and I think one of the hardest parts is getting the guests. Yeah, uh, def- finding the guests for each episode. I don't want everything to be online or through a chat. So like half of it, oh, right. half of the episodes so far have been on uh, through Face facetime Time. or like yeah skype or whatever oh okay. and so how often do you do every every other episode um well i mean every episode comes up every week like it oh. posts every week yeah wow and so i would have to my find bad, a different bro. yeah you're good <laughs> my bad. i mean it's not like you were gonna be the only listener or anything like that <laughs> <laughs> so yes i listened to uh, i think three, three. episode three no, no, no. I've listened to three. Oh, three whole episodes. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. Just, yeah. I just haven't been listening to actually any podcasts for the past few months. Mm. So not just you. It's not just you. It's really everything it's that is in media. I have not been. You've been sort of staying away? Um, I've just been busy. That's fair. Yeah. That is definitely fair. Um, But yeah, I, like I said, I was like, I'm, I was finishing. I'm, I was wrapping up because... You know, just so I can take a break from podcasting. Yeah. And then I got the idea of doing another podcast. And so uh, next week, keep your keep your eyes locked. Oh, my God. Be on the lookout for Overwatched, a, a new a new podcast coming from your boy, uh, all about the new upcoming video game, Overwatch. How come they can't be just one podcast that you talk about what you want to talk about on the next episode of The People? Because I the people, the, my mistake with The People was that I made The People, I made the premise of The People too specific. 
of wanting to be oh, uh, we always do like special episodes yeah but i also want my next over overwatched i want to be a, a podcast like a weekly podcast about this one video game okay it's hard to incorporate <laughs> that to each into, their own do you bro you're a creative yeah. genius be um, like kanye do you yeah and so that'll be i'll also be like a limited run podcast maybe eight episodes or so okay okay and so I'm, i think i think i like the idea of doing a bunch of eight episode podcasts and yeah. coming back if I if I like the idea of a previous podcast coming back and continuing a next season of it. That's fair. Yeah. It's People almost do, like a network. Is that exactly. Yeah. Have you seen BBC and how they run their shows? No. Or any type of ask Derek, I don't know. Okay. But when was Luther left on and when will it come on again? I feel and like Luther how many episodes? Luther had a new season, didn't it? Yeah. But it's not on Netflix, so it doesn't I don't count. know. I don't know. I just whenever Netflix tells me new episodes I click on. Mm-hmm. How are you? I'm good. I'm what, in Seattle. Who are you? I'm Michelle. Mm-hmm. Um, I am the sister of Blessing. Mm-hmm. Is... You're the the second sister to appear on this show. Yes. Which is very fitting because the first episode was Christine and the last episode is you. Oh, how nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I couldn't get anybody that wasn't related to me on this show. <laughs> or you just have really two interesting sisters yeah, that, that you want to talk to. Yeah, because my the first sister was, the first sister, Christine, worked at Amazon and you also do cool things. Ain't that right? Sure. You're getting a PhD. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I like it. What are you getting a PhD in? <laughs> International and multicultural education with an added emphasis of human rights education. What does that mean? <laughs> Who knows? I'm just kidding. I do know. Um, so it means actually a, a lot of things. The degree itself, a lot of people come in who are educators, who are just interested in like international or inter- like international things. But I'm very much interested in international policy, particularly education policy and how globalization and um, the world affects that. And so my area of research is Nigerian education policy. Mm-hmm. What attracts you specifically to Nigeria? I'm Nigerian. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, wow, that's crazy. I'm Nigerian I too. I know. Man. <laughs> Who knew? No, I'm Nigerian, and uh, we, it's a great country. It's a beautiful country, but there are challenges. And so kind of looking at the country at large and understanding that education can really address a lot of those challenges, but the right type of education or Mm -hmm. the right type of educational system. And so kind of just looking at that and what that means. Now, you're Nigerian, but you grew up in America. Yes. Correct. Most of your life. Yes. So why 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 would you um, go to Nigeria or pursue work in Nigeria and and benefiting Nigeria rather than the U.S.? Here. Great question and great question. So I am Nigerian. Nigeria is my home. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, that's just where my passion lies. I'm actually I have many passions. So not like I I'm I'm leaving the U.S. or I'm dipping the U.S. Mm-hmm. because I do things here as well. Um, I run a one week arts camp in my hometown, which I think is very educational. Oh wow, what's the website for that? One people see you dot org slash camp. Oh wow. And can people donate to this camp if they yes, want to? Yes, yes, yes. Oh crazy. We are a completely donation run volunteer based or donation based volunteer run camp. Um the kids do it for free. Everything is for free. It's for kids nine to fourteen. It's one week. We give them a free T shirt. We give them food every single day. Um it's all about being in a community, meeting the students where they're at, allowing them opportunities to express themselves. And so 
you should definitely at least check out the camp. Go to the website and check it out. Man, that's crazy. You guys should get like Chance the Rapper there or something. That'd we be awesome. really should. You know what? You know what? Let's make that happen. If you're listening, you need to you yes! need to tweet tweet Chance the Rapper and tell him yes, hey, yes. There's a there's a free summer arts camp going on in Champaign, Illinois. Yes. You should check it out. We already have a hundred kids registered, and we're two months away from the camp, and so we're expecting there to be. Approximately 200 kids, we're going to stop it. Um, we're, we can't, we don't have capacity. So approximately 175, 200 kids. And so Chance the Rapper, if you by chance stumble on this amazing podcast, which you should because it is amazing, you should also come and rap to it because these kids, kids in general need positive exam- examples and you're mm. a positive example. So Blessings. Blessings. Keep falling in my lap. Amen. Have you, you listened to Chance the Rapper? Yes, I have. What do you think? I loved it. Yeah? I loved it, yeah. It was very chance <laughs> i like the i like the gospel themes the yes gospel. yeah they got going on in there it's he, pretty yeah. it's really good the kirk franklin on there i saw it sounds like it sounds throwback kirk it franklin. does it does actually yeah. and i appreciate like his artistry and his ability to like connect different genres uh, and styles and just make it all flow so beautifully yeah it's very good mm-hmm. so back to your work and your education yeah um talk to me and what 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 is it about education specifically that you know why i mean you could you could do a lot of other things mm-hmm. right like you mm-hmm. could work in government mm-hmm. which i guess you're kind of no no okay well, uh, you could, actually no who knows who knows who knows I yeah don't say anything like who knows? you could get you can go into the government you could yeah do you can do other stuff why you can make movies make mm-hmm. make kid-friendly movies mm-hmm. educational movies mm-hmm. i don't know but why why is why education because education um the way the system's is set up just the way it is set up it's an opportunity to you have students in a fixed location for a certain amount of time and that is very vital to who they are to who they are as beings um to how they look at the world how they relate to one another and so education matters like it matters as a system but it also matters like as a method like how we teach our kids and what we teach our kids and what they see and um, and what they see in the classroom. And so because it has such a profound effect on in, in every society, not just the U.S., but in every society, I think it was important. It was an important starting place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you get? What did you um, major in during your undergrad? Like, what did you get your degree in? Communications and minor in African studies. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Did you know back then that you wanted to do no. this? What did you think you wanted to do? Advertising. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I, did. I didn't know that because I I also got my my degree in communications and I wanted to go in advertising, but I didn't know. I didn't know that's the exact same thing that you you were trying to do. Oh yeah, no, and I did for a little bit. I worked in advertising. Oh cool. You know this, bro. I don't know anything. Okay, well he. Okay, actually I won't assume. But yes, the, worked, the audience doesn't know this. Yeah, the audience doesn't know. So I worked um, in South Africa for three months. Um, I interned at an advertising agency there and I loved it. I loved it so much. Uh, and I was for sure thinking that this was the right, right way to go. I loved being creative, but also loved seeing people being creative. And I loved the fact that advertising was uh, a medium where you were able to m- manipulate people's thoughts. <laughs> yeah. That's what it was. But be in a creative way. And I, I really did appreciate that. Like I think creativity is something that is so underrated. Like, And it's something that we all have within us. And it was just a field that commodified it. So... Um, I did that in South Africa and I also worked in advertising in, in Lagos, Nigeria for about six months. And that was a pivotal point where I decided I did not want to work for private organizations anymore or private industry. Mm-hmm. 
but I, I wanted to do more things that were better for mankind. <laughs> okay. Can I say, like, even... So, I I did a lot of education in communication mm-hmm. with a focus on advertising and media and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But after graduating, I found myself mm-hmm. not liking not liking it. Mm-hmm. Like, the idea of, of marketing and mm-hmm. advertising, because it's very much... Um, I think I've seen it influence a lot of creativity in terms of creative mm-hmm. products. And so, like, whether it's music, movies, video games, things like this, I've seen marketing and advertising sort of influence the 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 making of these things mm-hmm. and so like you see a lot of movies being um casted with a lot of like white actors mm-hmm. or white male actors in you know like i mean in some some of them they may be because of creative reasons it makes sense to have, mm-hmm. have a white male lead but then for a lot of them is it's either um the popularity of the actor mm-hmm. or because the the um, it's easier to sell a movie mm-hmm. with like mm-hmm. a, with a white male or It'll get a better response. things like that. And yeah. also, and it's not, it's not it's not also like an exclusive exclusively race thing. Yeah, it could yeah, be, yeah. It absolutely. could be. It's, there's a lot of things in terms of marketing yeah. and stuff like that that feeds into oh, products. Yeah. yeah, and um, sort of I to, in my opinion, sort of dampen creative freedom. Yes. Now, the the advertiser in you mm-hmm. that cr- the the mm-hmm. creative in you mm-hmm. how do you how do you feel is did that did that all influence yes. your reason for oh, changing yeah. your um all of your it. sort of pursuit pursuit of of i don't know work education yeah, happiness, yeah. whatever it is totally um absolutely i worked when i worked i worked in nigeria so nigeria is a developing economy um we have people there who are quite wealthy there is a a an elite for sure and a, a very rich class but there's also people who are just struggling just as people are around the world um and i just couldn't wrestle with the both you know uh i worked a lot with the fine i was the kind of the li- li- liaison in the company between like the creative departments but also the financial department and all the brand management and so i saw a lot of the invoices and it it literally made me sick mm-hmm. to seeing how much money was going into Coke, Coke was one of our brands, but it's going into like ad for Coke, where the majority, not the majority of the country, but a large part of the country were so poor they couldn't afford clean water, mm. you know, and that didn't make sense to me, mm. <laughs> um, for me, for me, like as me as individual person, and so that's why I got out of it. Yeah. Yeah. So you you basically didn't like the industry of yep. it, but you I love the you find, piece of it. Yeah, you find your passion to be in helping people. Yes. Awesome. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, so what brought you to San Francisco? School. School. Yep. <laughs> the University of San Francisco. Yes. Yeah, it's a great school. It's a great school. What's your favorite part about it? The, um, the people. Hands yeah. down, the people. Yeah. I've learned... Excuse me. Uh, I think it's important to be surrounded by like-minded people, uh, because you need to process things, you think things, and sometimes it just sits in your head, and so you don't know if they're legitimate, or you're making it up, or... Are there actual observations or whatever? So it's nice to be in a classroom with people who may have differing views from you just because they had different life experiences. But we all are passionate about, you know, similar things. And, and this the, the general thing is just to make it a better world for people. And so it, it, it does. It matters. And mm-hmm. it's great. I like it. What do you like most about what you're studying? Um, That it challenges me it provides a structure Mm -hmm. (laughs) actually it provides a structure like that's what grad school is 
if you want to know the real reason for grad school, I mean, there's so many reasons for grad school, but if you're thinking about doing it, particularly a PhD program or a doctorate program of any kind, and you, if you need uh, a reason to do it, I will say the number one reason I did it was because it provided me structure to learn something, but it also provides me credibility, which is sad but true, even though I don't think I necessarily need it with, with it, um, and access, access for sure. Mm-hmm. So, Awesome. Yeah. Wow. So what was it like growing up with your brother? Awesome. What's your, what was your favorite part about growing up with my brother? Yes. Uh, the brother being me for the listeners, if you didn't catch on. We always had fun. Mm-hmm. We always had fun. We always had to make, he always knew how to make something laugh or make me laugh about mm-hmm. something stupid, like laugh. And it's hard because growing up in, well, Champagne, but even living now and studying what I studied, sometimes the, the, the content could get quite deep and like, with human rights education, mm-hmm. you're reading all tor- t- types of horrible things that are happening in this world, um, and thinking about it really deeply, and like, and trying to think about ways to address it. So it can get life can get quite heavy. But with my brother, he's always he's always the laugh. He always makes me laugh, and so mm-hmm. and growing up was growing up. So and he was always there to make me laugh. That's nice. Mm-hmm. It's true. Is your brother the reason why you feel like you can make the world a better, a better place? Because um, he he reminds you what it is to be. Um, <laughs> he reminds you what what there is. He reminds you of, of light in the world. He reminds me that I can make change. To darkness. For sure. Mm. He reminds me I can make change. Mm. And I'm talking to you like you're not here. Yeah. But you remind me like you remind me that I can make change. Mm. I mean, I, honestly, at this point, I'm just asking you questions because I know everything about you. Yeah. Maybe not everything. I know a Ask lot me about something you. that you don't know. Uh, how often do you do your hair? Not often, a lot. No. What do you mean? What can you hear? You? Wait, can you hear Christine snoring? Yeah. Oh man, I know that. I know the microphone isn't picking it up, but it'd be amazing if the microphone could pick it up because that would. No, that would... I snore. Yeah, you do snore. Everyone in our family, actually, no, you and Christine snore. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. And I probably shouldn't talk about Christine because she's she she threatened me. About talking to her, talking about her on, her, on the podcast. Oh, dang. Yeah. She's like, don't, don't, don't put your name in my mouth or don't put my name in your mouth. Don't let my name come out of your mouth in the podcast. I was like, okay. All right, crazy. That's something you won't do. Oh, yeah. I'm totally going to edit this out. Um, what's your favorite part of life right now? Um, that's a great question. That's a great question. My favorite part of life right now. Mm-hmm. I think it's mobility, <laughs> Mobi- like freedom, mm-hmm. freedom. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, like, I mean, we. I have a job. I also work full time. I work for UC Hastings. I'm their senior coordinator for their Center for Negotiation Dispute Resolution. Should add that because it's also my job. Uh, but I'm still an adult and I have freedom and I live in a really awesome, beautiful place. And so, I don't know. I feel lucky. I shouldn't know I'm not lucky. I worked hard. <laughs> yeah. I worked hard. Yes. I mean, that's fair. Yeah, that is fair. <laughs> Do you feel, uh, what's the, I don't, did I already ask you what's the hardest part? No. No. Okay. What's the, what's the hardest part of you? Actually, let me just say in life in general, general right now. The hardest part. Yeah. The hardest part. Being suddenly, uh, living in the present. Mm-hmm. That's the hardest part. Living in the present. Because. I think because so much of my work is so future oriented, um, like you're in school, I'm in school and yes, I'm in school for learn, but learning, but I'm also in school to do a dissertation and do research and, um, 
so and I had the camp, but the camp was in July. And so because so many things in my life are ahead of me, it's easy to make your mind just kind of want to jump in the head and then get frustrated mm-hmm. by the process. But it's a process and I have to like, it's just settling and sitting and, mm-hmm. and waiting. That's hard. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. As somebody, so you f- you f- you feel like, are you f- do you feel like you're setting up like in order to prepare for a lot of things that yes, are coming up? Absolutely. So do you have any advice for people who are doing sort of the same thing? Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like, in a way, everybody's sort of doing oh, that. Everybody, yeah. Everybody's preparing for the future. Everybody's doing what they're doing in the present oh, yeah. to sort of supply for the future, whether it's for a future promotion, trying to build towards that, trying to build towards getting hired at a future job or trying to build towards, or you're, you're going to school so you can get a job in the future. Yeah. Every, everybody's lives, everybody's lives are kind of building towards something. Yeah. Is there any advice you could give to somebody who's sort of at a moment right now where they feel like they're setting things up? Stay present. That's the biggest advice. It's the hardest thing to do, at least for me, but stay present and remind yourself of what's important at this present moment in time. And for me, a way for me to stay present, even though I planned it for the future, was to visit my siblings. So that's why I'm in Seattle, like was to be around family because my family is what grounds me. My family is what keeps me centered and keeps me normal, I think, Um, and will tell me, be the first people to tell me about myself. So staying present and also surround yourself with people that you love and remind yourself what's important. Like, why are you doing this? And tomorrow's never, ever, ever, ever guaranteed. Like, it's never guaranteed. Mm -hmm. And so don't live like it is, (laughs) you know? And like, we have so many important people around us each day and we need to let them know that they're important. Even if it's by how we treat them, how we talk to them, um, how, what we think about them, what we say when we're not with them. It all matters, so mm-hmm. stay present, but also, and also keep those that you love around you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How's your day like? What do you Today? what? Uh, no, in general, like like my normal day. Yeah, because my my normal day my normal day is I wake up mm-hmm. around around like five thirty or whatever, go to work, mm-hmm. come back from work around mm-hmm. like maybe four o'clock. I'll get home on a good day oh. on Wednesday, maybe around six. I'll get home and. uh I'll kind of I'll I'll either write yeah I'll either Ooh. work on a podcast I'll work on I'll work on something um so for for my website or for my social media or for I'll work on something yeah. if that makes sense no you that's know? so important yeah and then I'll play video games okay that's real you know? or if it's all weekend I'll do something else but yeah that's how like a weekday goes for me what's the day like for you and how do you set up your day so that you succeed in the future Ooh, some deep questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I usually wake up around four, <laughs> um, by my body. I don't, 4 even about 4 is that where you're sending me texts yeah. at like five thirty? Yeah. If I do any, if I need any major thinking or if I need to do, have an important decision or anything important, I will wait till the morning to do it because mm-hmm. that's when my mind is more active and alert. Um, and I feel like I just, the day can be heavy, you know, as you walk through life and you deal with people. <laughs> And so my mind isn't bogged down by all the nonsense mm-hmm. yet, yet, yet. So I usually wake up around four. I do work um, on one of many things, usually like the camp or school or work or other projects that I'm doing. Um, and then I get ready for work. I get to my office sometimes around 8.30 or 9, 9.30, depending. Um, I work there. I usually get home around like 6, 6.30, and then I do more work, mm. and then I go to bed. <laughs> Does it get exhausting? Um, it gets boring. That's why you have friends. Mm. <laughs> That's why you have friends. Yeah. Mm. 
Man. It just gets, sometimes patterns get really, really boring. And I'm a good person with, like, habits Mm because I get bored easily, so. That makes sense. Yeah. Awesome. Well, usually um, during this podcast, I didn't ask you this, but usually before I do a podcast, I'll ask people three questions. Who are you? What do you do? And I've already kind of asked you these questions on this podcast already. But the third question I usually ask people is, what is something you want to talk about? And I didn't ask you that before this podcast, but... Is there something that you feel like you want to talk about that you can think of off the top of your head? If not, that's fine. Ooh, can we talk about views? Views from views from the six? Yes. Yes, we can talk about Because I have so many opinions. I actually, if you want to check out my review for views. I have. Uh, you can go to. <laughs> and it's good. It's great. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. You can check out howtobecool.com. Uh, and also, you can also check out my, review, my reviews for Chance the Rapper's album and Kanye's album. Uh, didn't write one for Beyonce. Um, most okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't yeah. feel like I didn't feel like you too. <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay. Um, but if you want to check those out, then you can check those out Actually, on howtobecool.com. It's how number two be cool.com. I would like to hear your, at least on the artist piece, because I have critiques in terms of about their artistry, personal artistry things on Beyonce's Lemonade. Oh, okay, cool. So that old do this. I haven't seen the Lemonade the movie. Have you heard the music? I have heard the songs. This on the music. I think. Okay. I think the visual album is amazing. Okay, which I one do you want to talk about first? No, we'll talk about it later. But we're talking about views. We'll talk about views. Okay. How do you feel about views? I love it. I do love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did want to talk to you about whether you thought Drake was... Oh, actually, you know what? Can we talk about Saturday Night Live? Actually, yeah, we can we... talk about SNL. Let's talk about SNL because that that's fresh on my mind. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about... How you... Did you watch it? I only watched a few of the skits. Did you watch the first skit? Which one is that? The rental car one? No. Oh... Okay, I'm just going to briefly talk about it. Okay. And I'll talk to you about my issues on it. Because there was some issues I had. And I don't watch SNL. I don't... I actually only watched it because it was Drake, mm-hmm. honestly. Because Drake was on it. And I watched some SNL in the past. Like, I used to watch it in the past. Um, but as I just don't watch a lot of TV nowadays. Mm-hmm. So, the first skit was Drake and Jay Farrow. They were employees at a, at a rental car shop. And they had two customers who were two white, you know, customers. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty much them providing really bad service to these customers. And I think the, it was supposed to be funny because it's SNL and it's a comedy skit. But it was not funny. And I actually think it was, like, super offensive. And not because I'm black, because I think it was just poor writing. And, like, mm-hmm. poorly done. But also there were some racial remarks that were, or not even racial. They weren't even racial. There were just some remarks that were just overly just... Not funny mm-hmm. and like badly made. It was a badly written sketch. It was bad. Now, now I wish I've seen it. It was bad. Like, and there were points that actually were kind of not racist. I don't know who the writer was. Like, it, and that does matter. But it didn't. It gave a poor act. It gave a poor de- 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 depiction mm-hmm. of a rental car employee <laughs> for sure <laughs> because. I've been to enough, and this was, it was bad. It was mm. bad. I honestly, I think shame on whoever wrote that sketch, because it was mm. bad. I think one thing I like to say is, I mean, this, I mean, it's, it's, this isn't politically correct, but it's, it's something that I think is true to some extent, is that, like, if you say, if you have an offensive joke, mm-hmm. if it's funny, mm-hmm. then no, mo- no, it's, yeah. if, it's, yeah. if it's funny, it's less offensive than if it's yeah. not funny. If it's not funny, then it's just offensive. It's just offensive. If it's funny, then it's funny and offensive. You, I know? Want, you should watch it because it wasn't funny. It wasn't funny. It, it was, was just, just like bad. Yeah, it was just bad. Like it was bad. I'll check it out. There are some sketches. Like I think the Jeopardy one was hilarious. The Jeopardy one. I love the Jeopardy it one. It was good. That's why I've been I've been saying like, come on, fam. Yeah. Because like, it's so it's so so good. 
everything. Like, I think that one, and I, and I, I think the writers, I think it has a lot to do with the writers, but um, that one I thought was so good. I mm-hmm. think they did a good job covering, like, all aspects of what black culture is, what it mm-hmm. means to be black, questioning what it is to be black. I think they did a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first skit was horrible. They, yeah. they said should not have gone through. And whoever said yes to it did a bad job. <laughs> what about, uh, did you see his monologue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was too long. Yeah. It was long. Was Wait, I, I can't even remember what it was. Was it, Was that the one where he was singing? Yeah. Where he, was doing, he was doing a rap about the memes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That one wasn't that good. It was just long. I thought, like, it could have it ended. It was, pretty, it was pretty long. It was so long. And, like, yeah, felt, we got it. <laughs> yeah. I felt weird when you were doing the, the Rihanna thing. Where you yeah, Rihanna. that was so weird. Yeah. Who said yes to this? Like, Drake, I think Drake's hilarious because his music is so, it's, 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 well, one, he has really good music. I'll yeah. say that off, off the bat. But then also, like, it's, he's, he's trying to be gangster, like, Toronto gangster in sort of a way. He's expressive. Of, like, hood. Yeah. And, like, he's trying to be hard, then also trying to be, like, you know, se- like, sensual in a way of, like, like, to the degree of, like, Usher sensual or, like, and he's, he's trying to be, he's trying to be these different things. When you see him on SNL, it's like, Drake, you're straight up, like, a nerd. Like, it's, like. It's so good. Like, Drake, I love it. Drake trying to act hood and trying to be sensual is like me trying to act hood and but trying to be sensual. But I don't think he's trying to act, I, this is how I think. I think when you are around certain people, you just, you engage with certain people the way that community engages. Mm-hmm. And Drake is from Toronto, and Toronto is a very international place. And... International in the sense where, like, the black community there are from everywhere. They're mm-hmm. from, like, the islands, Africa, from everywhere. And so I think in probably Drake's little group, when he tries to, like... Do the Jamaican thing? No, not just that. Like, he just... You just engage how you engage in certain communities. So mm-hmm. I can see how that plays out in his music. But I do... I really do appreciate how he is being himself when he's just, like, talking and stuff. Yeah. And not, I like, like, trying to assume anything. I really do like Drake... When he's interviewing, when he's talking, because yeah. he seems like a very nice fellow. He does. Like, he seems like a nice young man. He does. I like. I, I feel for him. Like I get it. It's yeah. hard sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> like, and when you're a good person, trust me, because I've been in the dating scene. Don't want to do that mess again. And when you're a nice person, dating can be hard. It is. Yeah. Like I'll Girl. tell you from firsthand, because I'm a very nice person. You Isn't know, it hard? You know those like. Like you know how like like people and everyone's nice. We just say that. Everyone's yeah, nice. and, and you know like when like when people when do, when there when there are dudes who are like like nice guys finish last or like nice guys never get the girl and then, and then you're then like you're like well are you really nice though because like, like oh but you, be, you it get it be, like it's one of the ones where was, where it's like well I think I'm nice and I still don't get the girl <laughs> and so like what's wrong with me then <laughs> it's not you it's not you I mean it might be you you might it, have done it might, something it, it yeah, might be you it might be me but it's also the other person it's a two way street you can't just blame yourself it's a two way street everyone's working mm. on something Oh, it's true yeah it's true and it, and if you are not with that person at that certain given time probably for the best mm. probably for the best it's not supposed to be a crazy situation mm. that's too much stress in your life who needs it I'm just like I need a one dance got you the know? Hennessy in my hand one more time for I okay. go. Okay, don't you feel like... I had this conversation with my friend Tisha. Don't you feel like Drake has Nigerian friends? Well, the dude who featured on One Dance is Nigerian. I know that, but, oh, like, yeah. even the fact that he knew that guy existed, mm-hmm. and he said, O-T, O-T. Do you hear him say that? Is that a Nigerian thing? I haven't heard yeah. of O-T, O-T. O-T? That makes sense, though. Yeah. Huh, I didn't know. I think he has Nigerian friends. I very... Uh, I mean, he's from Canada, so exactly. he probably has Nigerian friends. That's what I think. That's what I think. That makes sense. He's from Toronto. It's yeah. Like, half the Nigerian. I mean, everybody has a Nigerian friend at this point. If you don't, I don't know where Then you I don't know what you're doing exactly. if you don't have a Nigerian friend. You should you get a Nigerian something. friend. 
I was like, I was hanging out downtown. Um, I was hanging out in the line. I was gonna audition for for Macklemore. I'm hanging out. I'm hanging out in the line. That's a whole different story. <laughs> One of the funniest, funniest things that ever happened to me. But no, I was hanging out in the line and like we we're doing like dance sessions in the line, right? Because there are dudes I knew from previous dance sessions and stuff and oh, like cool. dance events. And you know, I wanted to, and he, dude starts playing P Square, who's a Nigerian artist oh. on his phone, and started dancing P Square. And I'm like, oh, is that P Square? He was like, oh yeah, yeah, man, that's P Square. I'm like, oh, cool. And I did, it's like, it's, it's like that because I was like, well, I mean, like, at this point, I feel like Nigerian music has gotten so popular that I can't, like, I, it can't be you like can't a special own it thing. Yeah, I can't own it anymore. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I knew P Square back in 2000. You know, like, like the songs they're dancing in the club. Or whatever. Yeah. It's like, true. what do you know about um, African Queen? I know. They don't know about Silas, though. They will. Oh, Style yeah. Plus. Style Plus. They, they, have, they will sleep on that one. Oh, yeah. What do you know about Olufumi? <laughs> or, uh. Where's the song? If I could run away. If I could run away. <laughs> the song was so that actually the song was decent. The video was so bad. The video was awesome. The video was horrible. With 1992 effects, it it made they it work. They used Windows Movie Maker to make that. They really did though. Yeah, like the default Windows Movie Maker <laughs> settings in like. I templates. used Windows Movie Maker once to make a video. Yeah, in like eighth grade. Freshman year. Close enough. It was close. Yeah. Yeah, but like, so how do you feel about Views the album? I like it. I'm obsessed, actually. I've been listening to it Do you like it better than Take Care? It's hard because I listen to music based off how I feel in a certain point in my life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, um, at this point in my life, yes, but who knows? I mean, that might change. Mm -hmm. That might change. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I I, I like Views. I I don't think it's, like, I I think it might be his worst album, though. (gasps) But that's because all his other albums are so good. I don't. I don't think he is bad by any means. But like, that's true. Nothing was the same. Was yeah, great. It was, yeah. Um, Take care is like was like my second favorite album of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, after, can you guess the first? My first favorite album of all time. Don't tell me. I know the Kanye album. Yeah. Um. Mm-mm, not that one. Twisted Dark Fantasy. Yes. Yep. Yep. Number one album yeah. of all time. Yep. It was I that th- between that and 88. Oh, that's a, that's also a good great yeah. guess. I thought you were gonna guess graduation. No, no, no. Okay. Because yeah, because yeah, I because graduation used to be the one, but then I was like, I had to separate myself from graduation because graduation was like that was a specific moment in time. It represents it re- represents a year of my life. Ooh. And that's and that that's the, no, but not that it was a bad year, yeah. but it was the year that I got, first got into music and kind, oh, graduation introduced like, me. Opened you up. Yeah, graduation okay. introduced me to music. Okay. And that's why it holds okay. such a special place. But I'm like, dude, I, if I'm being real though. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy, oh, was art. It was just too long. Long? Yeah. Wow. I don't think. I, I think it's. You know. I, I think it's. I just think of twenty like, songs too short. I think that thing can last forever, and I'll be fine with it. All the lights are on that one. Yeah. And that's still that song's still a, like a. Yeah, that song is amazing. A beast, yeah. Yeah. I heard it the other day, and it was like, yep, I understand why he loves this song. Yeah, I get it. It's, it's amazing. The, the production on it is just so sick. Kanye the is drums. a producer. Yeah. He is will always and forever be at his number one finest talent, to me at least, is a producer. Yeah, you like you like views better than you like um The Life of Pablo. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <sighs> I can't I can't I can't get with The that. reason why I can't do the life of Pablo is because I don't think the current mental state Kanye is or was when he created when he made that album meets mine so there are some t- there's some things in there that are too angry or too heavy for me that to enjoy if that makes sense i think i feel that way about views 
Really? Like, use, use feels like feathers to me for some reason. <laughs> you know, just like, I don't feel like, I don't feel in a feather mood, you know? But you know what? I love views because there are songs that he, I, you know why I like views is because views, it literally is the last year of my life. Mm-hmm. Like every song, every single song on that track, I go through and I'm like in church, like, mm-hmm. yes, Drake, yes, Drake. I know, you, yes, mm-hmm. amen, amen. Because it's true. What's your favorite song on views? Ooh. Oh, it's between Fire and Desire. That's a pretty good one. And, okay, it's three. Between Fire and Desire, With You, which has been a, a later, I just appreciated just recently, just a couple days ago. I appreciate that song. Me too. It's a good song. Um, And With You. I love that song. Wait, you just said With You. I mean, Are You With Me? Isn't the song Are You With Me? Are You With Me? Oh, You With Me or Not? Yeah. You With Me? Yeah. Yeah, With Me or Not. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know the actual name, but yeah. Yeah, yeah I know what you're talking about. DMX sample on it. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I feel you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, Feel No Feel no Ways is my jam. Woo! That song made me think about Dude, some relationships. That song is it's uh, so, so good. Like, this, whew. the thing I like about, about Views is that it does certain things, right, where... It does it does things that a lot of that all of Drake's albums does yeah. with like s- spacing and like how it, how it creates yes. space in like the in the sound and yes. and spreads itself out yeah and, and um allows itself to experiment yes and uh it does stuff with production where it's not doing a lot but what it is doing is enough yeah and I think this I personally think this is has been the most well-produced album of all of his. Uh, I, At I least, disagree. like, more stuff. Like, there's definitely way more samples. Yeah. But He's there's also, like, more it's like 20 songs long, though. It's 20 songs. <laughs> it's perfect. I think he could add five more songs and it'll still be great. Yeah. I mean, at this point, you might as well. Because, like, the song... Whatever! Like, the album will last for half a day. Every single song. Literally, the first time I was listening to the album, I got to, like, song 15, and I was, like, I was, like, writing the review at the same time. And the review, I was, like... Yo, when does this album end? Like, I can't. I, can't, oh, I gotta go to sleep. Like, so I got good. things to do. I got bored. I was like, I was literally bored, and I was like, dude, oh. I I got other things to do. This I, album can wrap itself up. I don't think he meant it for the way you meant to be listening to it. But even though people do, mm-hmm. I listen to it like that, where I just put it on. I actually listen to it like while I, like, I write. Mm-hmm. Like I was writing my proposal, and I'm listening to views. Yeah, I mean, I, I do. I never really complain with with longer albums because there are people like that are like. Well, an album needs to be more concise, you yeah. know, because it needs to chop off all the extra, extra stuff and it needs to be like a concise product. I'm like, just give me your music. Yeah, just give me, like I, I trust Drake enough that if he, Drake's like, I'm gonna give you 20 songs, I'm gonna believe that I'm gonna like most of those 20 songs, and not did all you? of them. Yeah, like I liked all of them, See? but I don't think they're all like amazing. Yeah, That's the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like shot for me from Take Care oh, is an amazing song. That is an amazing song. Uh, what's the one with the harmonica um, on Take Care? Don't look uh, what you look what no, you did. Um, um, when a good thing goes bad, it's not the end, end of the world. Of the world. It's, it's just the, the end, end of a world, world that you have with one girl. Yeah. The reason we happen. What was the reaction? So cry if you need to. Oh wow, we should know this because we know all the words. Yeah, we do know all the words. It is doing it wrong. Oh, there we go. Doing it wrong. Amazing song. Great song. Yeah, Marvin's room. Great song. Like, but- like. He was definitely in a point of time when he was making that song. Like, that album... Will be fine. H-Y-F-R. Okay, are you in your feelings looking at this? Make me proud. <laughs> Lord knows. Take care. Okay. Crew Whatever. love. Every song Views, of was super raw. Views got me in my feelings. Views got me in my feelings this time. I just like Views because it, like... 
he's ex- he is talking about his own experience. Like, you know the songs mm-hmm. Drake wrote and the songs he didn't write. Like you know, like it's very obvious. Mm-hmm. Just to what because Drake always talks about his experiences, which is cool. That's why I like Drake. I like Drake because he's real. He just talks about what it is. Um, and so what he went through, whatever, is similar to what I went through. So that's why I dig this album. That's fair. Yeah. Fire and Desire, though, reminds you of, like, Throwback Drake. Yes! That's, why, that's why, I why I like it. it. Yeah, exactly. And that's why he ended with it. Or he, what was it, like, the second to last? Yeah, second to last. Yeah. Or, like, third to last, if you count Hotline Wing. Yeah. Yeah. So, it was a good album. What? How do you feel about Chance's album? Oh, I love it. And you I haven't like gone through it too long. Okay. I haven't gone through it too long. Because I've been listening to it lately. I'm just like, every time I listen to it, I'm like, yo, it gets better with every single listen. The only thing, my issue with, not my issue, it's my personal thing. I like Chance the Rapper, but I do think I am not. The demographic? Or yeah. It's I, not like, for you? It's not for me. That's like it's, fair. it's not for me in terms of, I just feel old when I listen to Chance. <laughs> I never feel that ever. Hmm. But I, I really do feel old. Like I can't. I feel like I listen to Chance the Rapper to get into my younger side. <laughs> That's Tru- fair. Truly, truly. That's fair. Yeah. Um, Beyonce's album. You know how I feel about Beyonce's album. I love it for the listeners. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, Beyonce's one of those artists that gets better with each album. I think. Oh yeah. Like I don't like every time she releases something new. I'm like, how did how did how is this better than the last thing you released? Yeah. I think because she's becoming she showing more of herself with each album because she has more freedom to show more of herself for each album because as you age Beyonce's in her mid-30s and just from experience like as you age and as you go further in your career you have more ownership over your career and I think Beyonce is finally at the point where she has complete or not maybe not complete but ownership of her career and so this album showed that Mm -hmm. because she didn't have that when she made B-Day or when she made 25 or when she made 4 she didn't have that Mm -hmm. I think she has that now and you can see. But even though, like, when when 4 released, 4 is 4 the one with, like, um, end, end, of, um, yeah. end of Time and yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Run the, run the yeah. Girls? But like, even even when that released, though, like, I feel like when that released, that was the At that time, I was like, this is Beyonce's peak. Like, she's killed it. Like, the production-wise, yeah. song-wise. Oh, yeah. But then Beyonce came out. Like, her... The yeah, 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 there we go, yeah. And, you, and it's like, oh, well, this is, like, this is obviously, like, where, yeah. like, where she's picking it. And then Lemonade comes out, and it's like... Like, it's like how? Because she has, like, even the country song on Lemonade, like, it doesn't feel like it's gimmicky. It feels like a good country song. Yeah. I think it's because the more, we like genuine people. I think people, we are attracted to what is genuine because we want to be genuine ourselves. And I think the more an artist shows their genuine self, the more we're attracted to that artist. And I think that has happened with Beyonce. Mm. I think it will continue. And you learn more about yourself as you age. Like, that's just what it is. Like, you just learn. I'm still learning about myself. And I'm still growing as a person. And so... As we age and as we grow, we just learn more, and you just get better. Like you'll never, you you get better. True you that. Get better with time. True that. Like fine. Are there any other albums? How, how would you rank your the Bro, albums that I don't come like, out this I year? I can't rank them because like, they're all based off of personal. I guess that's Experience, true. personal preference, personal taste. That's true. I can't that's say. I'm gonna say Kanye's number one for mm, me though. It's too it's too heavy. Oh, it's it's so too good. negative. Like, there's point... I like Kanye because he's honest and he's real. And mm-hmm. I... Um, you know how I feel about Kanye, but... Mm-hmm. I don't think he's as crazy as people make him out to be. I think people think he's crazy because he says things that other people won't say. And they're different. And people assume that's crazy. Because as soon as someone wants to be different, people automatically want to say they're crazy. Mm-hmm. That is not the truth. <laughs> yeah. They're just different. <laughs> and so, he's different. Um, and he's not actually as different than anyone else. He really isn't. What Kanye has said in all his interviews, 
has been things that people have had conversations about, you know, and like, and national conversations about. And Kanye just says it in a way that Kanye speak, just with Kanye speak. Mm-hmm. But people want to paint him as this crazy, whatever. He's still taking your money. So paint him crazy. He's still taking your money. True that, true that. Yeah. And on that note, <laughs> uh, <laughs> remember, if you're listening, uh, The People is a show about people. Every day we pass by them on the street. We see them on the bus. We work with them. Yet we don't really know who these people are. And so that is why The People is a show that aims to delve into the lives of the people that we share this world with. Amen. This has been the season finale, Aww. episode eight. If you like The People, and if you want to hear more podcasts like The People, then uh, you can find the show on iTunes. You can find other shows on iTunes. I'm going to I'm gonna try and upload every future show under the moniker OK Beast rather than uh, Blessing okay. Jr. Okay. Um, because, so just so it'll be um, an easier, it'll be an easier umbrella term to look up. And so... Uh, and branding? Yep, yeah, brand name. I, I wish I thought more about it. About OK Beast. I like OK Beast. I, I, I still do like OK Beast, but I didn't put much thought behind it. So I'm scared I'm going to come up with something where I'm like, oh, man. No, that's I think the that's one. okay. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I think it's fine. But yeah, if you like updates on the show, you can follow at Blessing Junior on Twitter or at Blessing JR. Remember, the Junior is just the letter JR. I should have thought, thought that one through a little bit more. But yeah, uh, Michelle. Yeah? Do you have anything you want to plug? You already plugged the One People Summer Arts Camp. I'll plug it again. Check out. That's all, I, that's all I need to plug. Yeah. <laughs> One People Summer Arts Camp, you should register. If you are in Champaign-Urbana and you have a kid that is ages 9 to 14 by July 11th to the 15th, register them up for One People Summer Arts Camp. It is an amazing week. Um, again, all about kids just expressing themselves, having fun, um, being part of the community, being themselves in the community. So if you want to volunteer or donate, all you have to do is go to www.onepeoplecu.org slash camp. Awesome. You know people don't really say www anymore, right? Whatever, I don't care. Because <laughs> like It still two, helps. We're actually on 16. Um, I don't even know www is still a people thing. Who, people who, you are in 2016, people who uh, are not used to the computers, because that's this is a new thing. There's people who are older and they have money. Uh, I got people who don't know how to save on Word, blessing. Yes. That's actually a good point. I was In 2016. I didn't hear about somebody who was like, um, you went, never mind. It's, it's too much, it's too much thing. Yeah. yeah, you're right. It helps. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. But you don't even have to type in the www dot though. Whatever. <laughs> Honestly, it confuses people. <laughs> for sure, for sure. But, uh, that, that has been the episode. We Maybe will see you it. next time. Bye. The people, 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 the people.